This breaks time with me, Looper. Tonight I've got a very, very special show. Tonight we've got Costas G on the guest mix. We have an interview and a guest mix from the man. The interview is very cool actually, just with the man Costas. His mix is out of this planet, something totally different. I'm gonna be playing something a bit more chill tonight. Hope you're all good.
classic BMT unsound method. Dropping it nice and deep, nice and chill tonight. Because the Costas G mix is very much a chill out listening track full of classics.
back to the slightly uh, deep and groovy, bit slower tonight. Like I was saying, I've got Costas G on the guest mix. We're featuring his uh, album alongside Lee Coombs' Kaleidoscope. The man's done a guest mix uh, for you guys. It's one hour and 10 minutes. It's coming up after my interview with him, which I did yesterday. The man sat down, talked about the album, talked about all his kind of stuff. I'm going to let this drop because it's huge. Interview coming very shortly. sat here with uh, Costas G. He's uh, in his UK studio. I'm sat in Brisbane. We're over some Skype. Um, we're here pretty much to talk about his album Kaleidoscope, talk about uh, a little bit of his solo work and how he hooked up with Lee and um, and what their goals were for the album. Um, so Costas, nice to meet you, man. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, good, man. Thanks. <laughs> now, I noticed that um, 
you know, you're, especially from a production point of view, you started off at house. Hey, yeah. Is that where you started off DJing as well? No, no, I started off DJing originally, like years ago, I was playing, um, playing old school. As in like old school rave, anything from 1988 to about maybe 92. So a lot of sort of break beats in there and yeah. a lot of four beats as well. So I guess, um, you know, I don't know really. I was, I was DJing breakbeat before I started sort of producing house. Yeah. Um, but I kind of went along that kind of house path for a little while and I was trying to, trying to make sort of deep house really. And looking back, it was a bit stupid because I was just trying to make something that I thought was kind of popular. I mean, I was into the music at the time, but it wasn't really what was inside if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. Got with it and i thought this isn't working for me i've had enough of this yep just going to go back to doing what i what i love doing and just whatever comes naturally and that was that was great so yeah um, interesting yeah interesting because i was you know going through <laughs> stuff and i um to be honest i didn't realize that i only came across you from the breakbeat side you know being right. what what i'm into you know i i didn't i wasn't actually aware of your your house and deep house past, you know. Some, some may say dark past. Um, I'm not biased like that. But uh, so so, and then you just say so you thought, screw this, I'm going to get get back into into breakbeats, and that was where was it? Marat, what was the first Marina Mariana? Uh, that was Marion. That was the yeah. first. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I wrote that track, and um, I just had really really good fun with it, and I, I thought actually this is where i want to be at you know breakbeat was my first love so i, yeah. I thought you know just go back to to what is to what is that. me really so, yeah yeah cool cool well i suppose I mean, that's, you know, that, that's still, like, still like four beat and techno and all the rest of it but in terms of production i think i think breakbeat's where it's at for me at the moment yeah nice Well, hopefully we're going to see a whole pile of that um, uh, that eclectic mix in your mix, which I'm really keen to listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I literally just finished it, actually. Yeah, um, it's not the usual kind of thing I would do, to be honest. I've made it more as a kind of, a, I don't know, more of a, a mix to listen to as opposed mm. to, sort of, you know, a dance floor track mm. or what have you. Um, I wanted to... Because, I mean, obviously the album, there's dance floor tracks on there and there's sort of more musical mm. ones as well. Mm. And really, I wanted to do the mix to kind of, I guess, try and showcase the, the side of the album, which is the more kind of musical, down-tempo kind of stuff, I guess. Especially the so. stuff that may not get as much attention in on radio shows and clubs. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's the stuff that makes it an album, not just a a long, a, you know, a four-side 12-inch. <laughs> just of sounds exactly, for bangers. Yeah. yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of... Um, I guess in the dance music world generally, there's not really many albums that come out that are sort of, I don't know, sort of written in a way that you would sort of listen to the, the whole thing in one sitting, for example. Yeah. There's lots of compilations and there's lots of singles and EPs. Yeah. Um, but really, they're just put out there to sell individual tracks as opposed to sell the whole album. Yeah. It was um, funny, I, I don't know whether you heard my Robo Sapiens interview I did a couple of weeks ago because they're just um, about to do their album. And we pretty much had this exact same conversation about having right. an, an album that is a, a standalone piece of work 
right. that takes you on a journey through whatever. It doesn't have to be all breakbeat or all techno. It doesn't all have to be dance or bangers. It's it's about old school, put on an album, come back from a club, or I want to go out or and listen to it properly. And, and what I said to those guys is I've seen actually, interestingly, uh, a resurgence in that with you know Resonant Status's album and Grove's album and more yeah. of the breakbeat guys putting proper albums out. And you know this is yet again another one that is of that mold where it's an album that you can listen to in its entirety as, as as a piece of work, and I fucking love that, man. I, I hope I hope cool. we're getting we see more of that, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. I think it needs it needs a, a return to that because I mean, I don't know. You can you can put it down to technology. You can put it down to the way music is consumed nowadays, people's attention span, all the rest of it. Mm. But I think it would be a good thing if it got back to that point where it was. You know, an album, like you say, has a piece of work, you know, mm. that you can listen to the whole thing. Mm. So, yeah. how did you and Lee start working together? I know that you did a remix of one of his tracks, was it Bay City Roller? Um, and I think that was the first time you guys collaborated that I know of. But how did you guys start? That was the that? that was the first remix I did for Lee. The, um, the the way it got started with Lee was I entered a uh, remix competition uh, for Thrust Recordings. It was um, oh, what track was it now? It was it was the Lee Coombs and Dramatic Twins. Tribal okay. Tension, that's the one. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, it was, it was competition basically. And I wrote, I did the remix. Um, sent it off and managed to get third place, which I was really pleased with. Mm. Um, so I emailed Lee, said, thank you very much. Um, here's a link to my SoundCloud in case you're interested in you know other stuff that I'm doing. Um, oh, it's a connection, right? Yeah, yeah, that's all good. I was just... Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I sent him an email with the SoundCloud link and he he listened to the tracks and he, he said, oh, you know, I like this stuff, have you got any more? And I, I said, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, I'll send you some more stuff. And I didn't have anything at that point. So I was like, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> best get right. So I started writing more stuff, sent it over to him. And he basically said, uh, he asked if I wanted to um, write an album. Wow, and straight out the bat. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing, yeah. And um, yeah, no, obviously I jumped at the chance. And um, yeah, it was just through sort of doing the album, really, that we started, started working together and started collaborating and stuff. That's um, interesting. So you, yeah, you didn't have any relationship and you was like, let's do an album. And you were like, are you on drugs? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so the idea... Yeah, so, so it was his idea to do, do an album, but... Mm. And, and it was meant to be a listening album. That's the, that was the whole point of that. You know, it was meant to be this, this huh? journey piece. I think so. I mean, from what from what Lee says, he he's I, I try and put sort of a lot of musical elements into my tracks, yeah. and I think that's what he picked yeah. up. And so I don't know. In, in the in the very early days, really, it was just kind of it was a bit of a blank canvas. It was I, I guess Lee was open to working on different sort of different tempos, different styles. Yeah. And so it kind of came from that, really. Yeah. Cool. Um, I guess you know, from my perspective, certainly, I wanted to make. I wanted to do an album with, you know, not just dance tracks with with different styles on there, just to throw it, just to show a bit of um, 
I don't know, gets a bit more three dimensions, if you know what I mean, mm. as opposed to just doing that music pedal. Yeah, yeah. How do you guys work together then? Do you do you uh, do you live close? Do you work in the studio together? Do you do it remotely? How, how do how? Do you no, no. Lee basically he lives over in uh, in Orlando in America. Oh shit. Um, he, okay. Yeah, yeah. So when he when he comes over here, he will often come around and we'll do stuff in the studio. And when I went over there, we you know we worked in the studio. But ninety nine percent of the time, it's excuse me, we. Um, it's starting tracks either this end or his end, and then sending the parts over, sort of to and for sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so for example, the the remix we did for Future Funk Squad, I started something off on on you know my laptop from in my studio, mm. send the parts over to Lee. Um, he would add bits and then send it back, and yeah, just kind of goes like that really. Yeah, no, and it flows quite well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got. I think we've got very similar tastes and, and sort of we appreciate the same kind of things musically so it's mm. um, it, it kind of works yeah. yeah nice and do you have similar setups because I was getting I was talking to this about the Robo Sapien guys because they've got a guy in Brisbane and you know two guys in the UK and it's like you know, do you have to bounce down stems and, and they're all using the same like systems which makes it easier is that what you guys are doing as well um, kind of there's, there's some crossover I mean Lee Lee uses Cubase Okay. And I use um, I use live for creation anyway. I mean I like I like Cubase for doing mix downs. Yeah. Um, and I was using it for a while to um, to produce as well, but I found I was getting much better results from Ableton. There's okay. something about that it just kind of suits the way I think and the way I work and it's yeah. it's very quick getting ideas down. So Yeah, nice. Um, so I switched back to it and um, have we got some similar setups. I mean we yeah, we both got some, some analog synths that we uh, that we like to use. He's got um, a load of tasty gear in the studio. He's got a I new Voyager. Yeah, he's got a GNO 106, a 303, um, 606, all, all sorts. It's, wow. it's <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like when you go over there, it's like kid and candy shop kind of land. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. Well, because that was actually going to say, because you know, three, the, the the you know, obviously Lee loves his 303, and um, yeah. it's quite prevalent in the album. Even if it's not, yeah. it's not screaming acid tracks, but you can hear it as little melody and, and groove kind of in tracks. Um, yeah. So is that that's a real? That's his three hundred three. We're using emulators. How does that one is uh, the ones in the album are basically two that I'm thinking of. There's there's like an acid line in um, Reach Out, mm. which is that's actually Ni Massive. That one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. there's. Uh, it's Kaleidoscope, which has got an ASLO in it, and that one is the, the ABL baseline, yeah, okay. which is the software emulation. Um, but generally, I mean, aside from that, when we do use um, ASLO lines, it comes up as 303. Mm. But I recently got a, one of those new Roland TB3s, which is awesome. So, yeah, I'm okay. at the moment. so um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, you know, the, the album's got 
to me anyway, it seems like it's got quite a big beef flavor. Like there's, a, I think there's a lot of nods, especially, you know, there's a lot of sample based nods to that kind of era. You know, there's some classic fucking samples in some of these tracks. I'm like, that's from, I know that 12 inch and I know that. <laughs> and I can, I, I recognize it. Yeah. Again, is that is that just because you and that's where you and Lee have a common ground in, in kind of stuff that you like from that era, that big beat kind of stuff or? I think so, yeah. I mean, uh, certainly from Lee, he's he grew up from the, um, I guess, like the electro, the old school kind of era. Mm. And I guess a lot of that was in his music when, I don't know, if you're going back a decade, when I was first starting out and I was a you know, young kid sort of listening to his tunes and, mm. you know, so I guess you, you know, picked up influence from there as well. Um, yeah, I guess it's just kind of the breakbeat kind of scene in the UK, really. It's, mm. if you've been into it for long enough, it's kind of that's, kind of the influence that you tend to pick up, I suppose. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, I loved it, because I was, you know, like I was saying, you know, I, I, I was lucky enough to, I was living in London sort of in the late 90s. Um, oh, so, okay. Yeah, I was living in London, and, you know, I just started getting into collecting records and going down the end and seeing Fatboy Slim play at the end on a Friday right. night, you know, when all that was kicking off. It's really yeah. cool yeah. to hear some of those stabs and samples and even rhythms and vibes you know, come back in because it's so, it's so goddamn fun. You know, what I mean, without being cheesy, it's just, it's just wicked music. You know, so it was funny because I played the album and my missus was just like, I want it, put it on my MP3 thing, and she's totally, totally sold on it. So you got, you got one big fan there, you know, Mrs. Looper. Um, and then on the flip side, what I found interesting is there's a couple of tracks that are labeled Tech House Mix. Now, yeah. is that because they were originally breaks and you wanted to do something different from the on the album and we will see them in breaks incarnations in the future or? Right. No, 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 it was, I guess really sort of going back to the, um, the kind of the, the eclectic kind of theme of the album, we sort of, we thought we'd put a couple of house tunes in there to A, just to sort of mix it up a bit and B, to try and sort of, I guess, hit a different kind of market and stuff. Yeah. See you label something, although on people they they've labeled it all breaks unfortunately. So that's kind of so disappointing. It even says <laughs> tech house mix and they go breaks. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that, that idea kind of went out the window. But um, but yeah, that was that was the main thing really, just to sort of keep it eclectic and to also try and hit a different different kind of market as well. Yeah, and it's, it's also fun just to you know when you're making music, it's fun just to do something different because it gives you different ideas and. Yeah. Forces you to work in ways that you know you not necessarily were doing before. So yeah, okay. Yeah. So they weren't. You didn't write it as a breaks track and then go, let's do a tech house remix of it. It was more that during that process you were like, oh, we should make this a tech house tune. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there is. There are. There are also um, breaks mixes of those tracks, which are probably going to come out on the remix album that, that comes out. Yeah, which actually yeah. leads me quite nicely into, I mean, it was actually really cool to see the inclusion of the remix parts. Was there um, a bigger picture to that outside of the remix comps for the remix LP? Um, not, I mean, yes, yes and no. I mean, it's, it's good to, um, 
if you if you put a remix parts like that, it attracts more attention to the album because yep. people are looking at it and they're thinking, oh great, we can do a, a remix come. Yeah. And you know, it just it kind of it just helps keep things rolling really. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, because I looked uh, at it and was uh, like, to me, they're or they're, they're you could have called them remix parts or DJ tools. Right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Because what they could be is like here's our the two big singles, let's call them that for use of a better word, you know what I mean? And go, here are the remix parts or the DJ tools, because so many people are using Digi now. So you've got Ableton, you've got Tractor, everybody's doing this. And I, I thought it was, how I viewed it was, oh, that's really cool, because what you're doing is you're giving people all the hooks and jams and the sweeps, so people can use them as as DJ tools when they're playing the tracks. Right. That, okay. That's how I kind of took it. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, that's... You're absolutely right. It can be used like that. I guess. Um, I guess I'm quite old-fashioned in in the way that I DJ. So I don't. I've, that's not something I've ever done, to be honest. Yeah, and, nice. And, yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely yeah, yeah. Right. All right. So jump on Bandcamp, change them to DJ tools, and I want like 50%. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> um, so, so can you give us a sneak on uh, who's going to be on the remix album? Not that we should be talking about the remix album, considering. Yeah, the, the, the original album's just come out and it's fucking awesome and you should all go out and yeah. buy it if you're listening. But can you give us a sneak peek? Yeah, yeah, I don't see um I don't see it doing any harm. We've got um we've got Carl Sav doing remix. Nice. Uh we got Beta. Yep. Uh who else we got? Future Funk Squad. Cool. Uh, we've got I think Meet Katie doing one. Yeah, nice, okay. Yep. Uh, I think there's gonna be a freak as always remix. Yep. Um, Dude, that sounds impressive. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I, I think it's, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're all really, really good producers, you know, and yeah. it's, um, I'm really interested to hear their interpretations of, of the music, really. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because we were talking, you know, I've been talking recently with a few different people about, um, about you know, remixes and, and how they're just flooding the market of releases. And, you know, and you're getting a, uh, a Cybreaks track with four Cybreaks release remixes and you're getting, you know, it's just this flood of, I, I, I don't really dig it, but at least with those kind of artists, they're, they're so established that they're going to have their own sound. Do you know yeah, so they're yeah. going to put their own flavor on stuff, which is is really, really yeah. cool. And so when do you reckon that's, that's going to hit? Uh, honestly, I've got no idea. Yeah, okay, that's cool. That's cool. So how's the... Imagine. Sorry, I'd imagine sometime in the, in the next maybe couple of months. I don't know exactly, but yeah, cool, cool, cool. So how's the how's the reaction been to the album? Like, you know, everything I've heard, it's been pretty positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah so far it's, it's been good. I mean, I don't know if, um, I, I guess you could sort of use people to sort of gauge sort of sales-wise, but in mm. terms of the the release, it got it's in the top five, I think, in the top releases, which nice. um, for an album is, is great. Mm. In the, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, I think it's doing right. I mean, the reaction online, I think, people mm. on Facebook and you know, commenting, sort of sharing the link, and the feedback's been, been positive overall. So, yeah, 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 well, I posted up, you know, a bit of promo about this, and there was people, you know, like, oh my God, I love the album, it's huge, it's, you know, uh, and wow. everybody I've played it to, to people, I've been playing it 
because I bought it by Bandcamp, because you can buy it by Bandcamp, which means you guys get all the money, not Beatport. Um, so I urge you all, if you listen, go to Bandcamp, not the Beatport. Um, and I've been playing to a few people. Uh, I played it at work, actually, the other day. Um, because I I have the Southern speakers, so it's we listen to my music. So I thought, I'll whack it on and, and just see these people who aren't really dance people. Everybody yeah, really enjoyed it. So, really? yeah, it's wow. cool because it's not, it's not banging dance music, you know what I mean? Like, it's actually, yeah. I think, quite approachable for people who aren't necessarily hardcore breakhead people. So, yeah, yeah, I hope your sexy kind of breaks out of that, you know, little click. Yeah, I hope so. I'm, I'm really, I'm really pleased to hear that, to be honest. I mean, it, it still blows me away whenever anyone says, you know, they enjoy the music and stuff. Um, no, that's really good because I did want the album to be accessible, you know, not mm. just for dance heads. So it's it sounds like it's it's doing the job, which yeah. is it's really good to hear. Yeah, very cool, very cool. So is there any, you know, for, for, for those of us, uh, for those of you anyway, who are lucky to be in the UK or, or even America, will there be a, a live set of Kaleidoscope we'd ever hear? Do, do you... uh, I, would, I would love to put something like that together. Mm. Um, it's just a case of... I guess working out really. Yeah. I mean, I know um, I know Lee's experimenting with with doing a live setup at the moment yeah. for his for his solo work. Mm. Uh, so I guess maybe uh, yeah, there, there's potential for it, and that's something I'd love to do. Yeah, mm. yeah. that was uh that was really cool thank you thank you very much um no. like i said the uh the album kaleidoscope it's amazing it's out now on beatport but also at Bandcamp. so uh jump online i'll put the links in with these promo posts um and i urge you to go out, uh go out and buy it after this mix is going to be costa's um mix what's about an hour yeah, about an hour and ten minutes. About an hour and yeah. ten. Yeah. Yeah, cheeky bugger stealing my show. Uh, and uh, <laughs> which is which is awesome. I haven't actually heard it yet, so I'm really looking forward to it. Um, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, lovely to meet yeah. you. Good luck with the album. Uh, good luck with everything. And uh, cheers. Cool. Cheers, Tom. And the skies always had little fluffy clouds in them, and uh, they were long and clear. There were lots of stars at night. And uh, when it would rain, they were beautiful, the most beautiful skies, as a matter of fact. Uh, the sunsets were purple and red and yellow and on fire. The clouds would catch the colors everywhere. That's it, neat, because I used to look at them all the time.
flesh in my flesh and mine and my mind Two of a kind but one won't survive My image is reflecting the enemy's eye And his image is reflecting mine at the same time Aya, aya, aya against I Flesh in my flesh and mine and my mind Two of a kind but one won't survive Right here's where the end gon' start at Conflict, contact, combat Fight a sin where the land is marked at Settle the dispute about who the live is Three word answer, whoever survived this Only one of us could ride forever So you and I can't ride together Can't live or can't die together All we could do is collide together So I skillfully apply the pressure Won't stop until I'm forever One, a doorstep where death never come Spread across time till my time never done And I'm never done Walk tall why ever run When they move if I ever come Bad man never fret the why Tell them come general We're gonna start the mad fire Fun I I against die Flesh in my flesh in my mind
And this is Costas G in the mix. The sweet, sweet sounds. How good is this?
you've got lots of disc breaks and this is Costas G in the mix with his Kaleidoscope album mix. How good is this? This track actually is from the album. It's called uh, Sunday. Yes, it is. Keep it locked to your disc breaks. A little bit more from Costas G. Thank you. 
the last hour and a bit, you've been listening to the very, very cool sounds of uh, Costas G in the mix, laying down a very cool back to mine style mix just for you guys. That will be up on the archive very soon, uh, that whole show. I urge you, there are three tracks from Kaleidoscope on that. If you haven't got the album, go to Bandcamp, grab the album. It's very, very good. Shouts to the man, Costas G. Big love to everyone in the chat. That was the show. I'll be back next week. Until then, take care.